Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Lincoln Center here in New York City. Uh, I'm sorry about the background noise. I'm, I tried to find as quite of a place as I could. Um, but of course, this is New York City and we're live. So um, I hope you can bear with it because we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Um, for starters, Cher has released the first single from her... ABBA-inspired album. And when I say ABBA-inspired, I mean she's doing in covers. You know, let's call it Spade is Spade. We love Cher. We love ABBA. This is going to be an epic, epic, epic CD. But it, it, it's still a cover CD. I think she thinks she's Rod Stewart now or something. You know, Rod Stewart doesn't make any of his own music now. He does all standards. Well, standards and... Um, redoing other artists' songs. The The great thing about this, though, is it, it was almost like Cher and Ava were meant to be one. Like, she should have been part of that group. Because um, if you haven't heard it, go listen to Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Um, yes, it is um, auto-tuned to an inch of its life. Which is kind of what we've come to expect from our beloved Cher. And and it's really sad because she can actually sing. Like, you know, when... Before Auto-Tune, before Believe... um, Which, and I didn't know this, and maybe you guys did, but... Believe was the first mainstream song to use Auto-Tune. And it stayed at number one for, like, 20 years. Um... Okay, not that quite that long, but it, it was number one for a really long time. It's her. It, it's become her signature song now. Um, and this is a woman who has six decades of hits. It, let that let that sink in. She has six decades of hits under her belt. Um, the latest or the last being, you haven't seen the last of me from the burlesque soundtrack. I'm, you know, I I love burlesque. I thought it was a great movie. Not great in that it should have won an Oscar or anything, because that's not true. But great in that it's just one of those feel-good movies. You want to sit down and take your mind off your stress for a little while? Sit down and watch that. That's what it's good for. You get to see Cher sing. You get to see Christina Aguilera sing. And that was back when Christina Aguilera was still good. I mean, looking back at that movie, I'm like, what happened to her? She, like, lost her damn mind. Anyway, so, um, I've been listening to Gimme, Gimme, Gimme nonstop. It's on Apple Music. Um, again, I I keep, I, I know people think that I'm getting paid to advertise for them. I'm not, actually. I'm doing this for free. So Apple, cough up some of those billions of dollars and send them my way, please. Um, it, it, this I she chair is teasing like some of the songs. Some of them, um, one of the songs, at least one of the songs, maybe more, were produced and arranged by um, the members of ABBA, which I thought was really cool. They really wanted her to do the CD. So they made it happen. 
And I mean, who's going to say no to the Queen Mother Cher? But I, I suppose it is possible that um, some artists would. Maybe Madonna would tell Cher no. And if you haven't yet, look up uh, Madonna Call Cher. Because it is the funniest thing. I um, Prodigy Major plays it in her show. Um, and it's just... It's hysterical. And if you ever need a good laugh, or if you ever want to pretend like those two divas know one another, that is the way to do it. Um, and I was going to actually play the full song, but I thought better of it since I don't have copyright. And even though it would be promoting the song, I, I kind of feel like I would be sued to within an inch of my life. And, you know, I don't have auto-tune to save me, so I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. I'm sorry if it sounded like I was cringing in the last one. I had the sun, like, beating right on my face and in my eyes. And I couldn't find my sunglasses. I found them now, so we're all good. And hopefully this um, is a little bit quieter. Um, so, just so you know, it's very hot. So, this is how much I love you guys. I am out in this heat when I could be in air conditioning, bringing you the latest gossip. And I forgot to mention, or maybe I did mention it in the first segment. I already forgot. Um... There is breaking news. Stay tuned. Um, it's going to be our last segment. Um, because I'm waiting for more details to come in. Um, I have an insider who's trying to get me information right now. So, um, please stay tuned for that. It is breaking news. Um, I, one sor- there's been one source who's, who's already broken it, but I, I don't think very many others have yet. Um... So, another breaking story that um, is not as big as, as the other one is Disney and James Gunn have started negotiations for him to return to Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, in case you forgot or you didn't know, James Gunn, um, he didn't create the Guardians of the Galaxy, but he has been the biggest shepherd of the franchise. He directed and wrote um, volumes one and two, and he was set to write and direct volume three. Until, and we talked about this last week, I believe, um, a right-wing media outlet got their panties in a bunch because of some disgusting and horrific um, jokes that James Gunn made about pedophilia and rape a few years back. Actually, I stand corrected. It was not a few years back. It was ten years back. Five years ago, before the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out, he apologized for it. He said that they were in bad taste and he was being a provocateur. Okay. Uh, Not acceptable. uh, Still, but... You know, at least it wasn't one of those things where he actually believed what he was saying. Um, but so this right-wing um, outlet was all pissed off because they're like, how does Roseanne get fired for her her tweet? 
but this dude gets to stay, stick around. And I, I see, I actually see both sides. Like, they're kind of right and they're kind of wrong. Because here's the thing. Roseanne's tweet... Roseanne had been warned about her tweets. She had been told, do not do this. Channing Dunglier, however you say her last name, even referenced it when, um, during the ABC T, um, TCA, where she said, you know, this, this wasn't one incident. This was multiple instances. However, that is not defending what James Gunn wrote. And even if you're trying to be a provocateur, you know, there are lines that should not be crossed. Um, my sources don't believe that he will actually be rejoining the cast as the director. Um, they think that they may use his script. Um, there's there's some talk that they may pay him to calm the cast down because every member of the Guardians of the Galaxy cast has basically said, we're not doing this. We're, we're not doing this movie until we get our director back. Um, and the search for a replacement is already on. Um, here, okay, I'm just going to insert this here. Why are you searching for a director? You have the perfect director who, ha- who really turned the DC Extended Universe around. Hire Patty Jenkins. That's all you have to do. Yes, her her vision is going to be a little bit different than um, than James Gunn's, and yes, she's busy with uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. But there's nothing saying that she can't do both. She should be finished with um, Wonder Woman in a couple weeks. And then she can jump right over to starting Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn had to have already started pre-production. She can use some of what he he did. I'm going to stay on top of this story and see what happens. Um, like I said, my sources don't believe that he's going to be rehired. I kind of have a feeling that maybe because everyone is sticking up for him, maybe he will. I'll be right back. So, another breaking news item. This one not as dramatic um, as the James Gunn or the upcoming one in the last segment. Um, This one is solely to do with people either being lazy or just not doing what they should be doing. In this case... Um, Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck may, may stay legally married. Not because they want to, because apparently she has moved on, if you believe the blind items, which I do. Um, she has moved on. She has introduced the, the kids to the new husband, or to the new husband. Woo! I am skipping ahead for you, Jennifer. Um, to the new boyfriend. Um... Ben Affleck has moved on with Saturday Night Live producer Lindsay Snookus, which, just, just a little family note here, Snookus reminds me of my Aunt Geneva, 
who we call Aunt Snookum. So there's that. Now you, now you know a little bit about my family. Congratulations. Um, anyway, so um, here's what the L.A. County Court told them. If you fail to make, if you fail to take the appropriate steps in your case, the court may dismiss your case for delay in prosecution. There's, there's no word as to what's the actual, what the actual holdup is here. So they filed for divorce in 2015, or I'm sorry, they filed for separation. Uh, they separated in, in 2015. And then they filed for divorce within the last... Like, 20, at, at the end of 2016, early 2017. But there were reports that Jennifer Garner had called off the divorce. Forcing Ben Affleck to move out of the house to prove that the divorce was still on. So what's really going on here? It, it could be just a case of them trying to settle... Um, it, that would not surprise me at all, honestly. It could be a case of them not actually wanting to get a divorce. That would surprise me a little. Only because, why would Jennifer Garner stay married to him? He cheated on her left, right, and center with the nanny, with with all sorts of females. Um, and again, if you believe the blind items, he got... He... he I don't remember if it was he got her pregnant and gave her an STD or if if it was just an STD. Either way, he cheated on her when he was filming um, Batman vs. Superman in Detroit um, with a local. Now, why in the world would Jennifer Gardner want to stay married to that? And, I mean, in the worst offense, he's not even that great of a Batman. You know, people will argue with me and say, well, he's a good Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is only one half of the character. If you want to be... If you want to play that role, you have to play both Bruce Wayne and Batman. And he's just not that good at it. You know, there was a suggestion that it's because he's older. Bullpucky. And and the reason why I say that... Look at some of these other guys out there who are still kicking ass and taking names. Um, Michael Keaton was in Spider-Man Homecoming as the villain. As the frickin' villain. And he did a really great job. And And I know Michael Keaton has played Batman. I would like to see him return to the Batman franchise as somebody. Maybe Two-Face or maybe... Probably not the Joker because too many damn actors are playing the Joker now. We have Jared Leto's crazy ass makes no damn sense Joker. And then Joaquin Phoenix is going to be playing the Joker too for some reason. But it's not going to be part of the DC Extended Universe. It's going to be some other bullshit. Again, it doesn't make any damn sense. Just like Jennifer Gardner not trying to get this divorce complete so she can move on with her life and maybe be hypnotized to forget that she was ever married to Ben Affleck except for the kids. Is that possible? 
I'll be right back. Okay, and more breaking news. Again, this is not the big story that I originally started recording this episode for. This is all just breaking as I'm talking. This also proves to you that I'm very lot, um, and that I don't work with the script, which is probably not a great thing, but in this case, I'm able to adapt really fast, so I guess we're just going to be happy with it. Sean Young, um, a lot of you may re- remember her um, from Bla- Blade Runner. Many more of you will remember her as um, the could-be Catwoman. She um, showed up in the production office dressed as Catwoman and then cried when they didn't give her the role. Yeah, Crazy Pants is back at it. So she was hired to direct a film called... Um, I keep wanting to call it Young Charlie, but that's not actually the name of it. Oh, Charlie Boy. I was close. Give me some credit here. I'm working without a net. <laughs> um, so... Producers on the film have halted production because Sean allegedly stole the com- um, the computers that house all the production notes and everything on there, and um, she stole the editing computers. Here's what um, what's his name? Something Hines, uh, Timothy Hines. Um, Timothy Hines is alleging they broke and entered the the place, Sean and her son Quinn. When she took her curtain and her table, she also stole two production computers. Our editing computers were thousands of dollars and with, with information on our production. So basically she was hired to, to direct this low rent or low budget, I should say, not low rent, this low budget film. And apparently there were some issues, um, So, Hines was called in to fix everything and make it better again. And that's... uh, He he realized that there was some sort of issue... Um... And needed to fix this. Um... But here's what he has to say about this crime. And it's... I'm laughing because it... When I write the true crime article, which I'm going to, just so you know... It's so ridiculous, you almost think that this is made up. But he says, You can see her stealing the camera and equipment and going and coming and going as if it was 1945 and there aren't cameras everywhere on 4K. It became really quite obvious when I came out here that there there wasn't infrastructure. She said, I walk in the trenches, but I didn't build the trenches. So I, I was brought out to build the infrastructure. She, uh, I believe she was in over her head, and I realized I was making choices that were actually going to allow the movie to get made, which it did. Um, so basically, um, this, this all happened in Astoria, which is in Brooklyn, in case you don't know. And staffers got concerned because she kept coming back. And they were like, well, you can't go back in there. Like, you have to wait for someone to go in there with you and then they watched the videotape and uh, allegedly watched Sean and her and her who they believe is her son Quinn taking the stuff out this is not something you can make up like this is not 
how in the world... Uh, how do you steal from a production company? Like, yes, it's, it's low budget. But you have to know that they're going to protect their, their investment. I mean, even if they're only going to make a couple hundred thousand back... They, they still want that couple hundred thousand. You know... And now there there is an arrest warrant out for Sean Young. And um, Timothy Hines promises she's going to be arrested and tried. And she's going to go to jail. Unless she dresses up like Catwoman and claims insanity again. Like, I don't understand. I mean, they allegedly have videotaped evidence. I, I say allegedly not because I don't believe them. But because I haven't seen it myself. So, I, you know, we can't go around assuming that they're guilty just because someone says they are. For all we know, this is the production company trying to get their money back via an insurance claim. But that's not really likely if they have videotape. Let's be real. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. This one... Is a little difficult. Um, yesterday, we did the episode and we talked about two real housewives. We're going to talk about one of those housewives again. Um, Bethany Frankel's boyfriend has died. Um, I'm still waiting on um, my my sources to get back to me, but this is we're going to go with what we have right now. Her um, Dennis Shields. Um, was Bethany's on and off boyfriend. Um, he was, he asked his assistant at nine o'clock this morning to administer Narcan because he believed he overdosed on prescription drugs. Unfortunately, this did not work for him and he passed away. Um, foul play's not. Um, foul play is not suspected in this. Uh, at least as far as we know right now, this seems like an accidental overdose. Um, here's what Bethany had to say about her relationship with Dennis. Um, she, she told Steve Harvey, I've been with someone on and off for years. It's like a partnership where if we're not being teammates and it's not working and one man is down, then the other man is down. We're trying to really kind of be good partners and be good teammates. And I think relationships oddly are, and this sounds cold, but a little bit like business. Uh, You know, I, I actually do understand where she's coming from. And I'm... I'm saying this with all sincerity. I'm actually worried about Bethany. Um, not because I don't think she can handle herself. Because I think she can't. She's a very strong lady. Um, very smart. And we don't know if they were on or off um, at this point. I, I think it's safe to assume that they were on. But she, she's not had great luck in the love department. Um, she married that cute guy... Um, Damn it, Dave, why are you at work? You could answer my question. Um, the cute one, I keep wanting to call him Hopkins. 
Um, and then they got a divorce, and she started dating um, Dennis. And um, and now Dennis has overdosed, allegedly overdosed. Um, you, you know, the, there's not even a cynical part of me this time. Like, normally I would be like, oh, this is just a plot for her to have a storyline and gain sympathy um, on the show. But I don't believe that. Because here's the thing. Bethany is one of the very few who walked away from the show. Yes, she came back. But it wasn't because she needed the money. It was because she actually enjoys being on the show. She is a hundred millionaire. Um, and she might actually be worth more than that now. Um... She, like I said, the truth is she doesn't need the show. The show needs her. And I think that's what she enjoys about it. Um, and I'm hoping and praying that whatever feuds or whatever are going on, they stop and they really re- these women really rally around their co-star and their friend. Because no fictional storyline or... Let me correct myself. No quote-unquote reality storyline is worth being nasty to someone that you care about. You know, if if you're truly not her friend, if you're truly done with her and you don't want her in your life, that's fine. Like, But there's no reason to be bitchy about it. There's no reason to... Um, for lack of a better um, way of saying this, to keep the drama going, let her have some time to uh, grieve and grieve properly. I'm going to continue following this story and all the others, um, and I will bring you updates as they happen. Um, So I will probably talk to you guys this weekend. Cheers.